תיתן אחרית לימיך, תשיב מקדש לתוכנו, תרומם הר מרומרים, תקומם קרן גדועה, תצהיר מחשקי תפאר יושבת בדם, תעטה במלוכה לבדיך, תסיך הרפה מלך. Hello and welcome to Praying on Purpose. Over 30 years ago, I had the personal privilege of spending several years studying in a most special yeshiva, Karen Biyavne, years which, in retrospect, were certainly among the most meaningful and formative years of my life. And there's a particular story that I would like to share with you at this time. I distinctly recall a particular Thursday night. Now, on Thursday nights, Rabbi Avram Rivlin, the mashkiach of the yeshiva, would give a special parsha shir to all of the American students, the Shana Aleph American students. And we would gather in a particular room. And every Thursday night, we would wait for Rabbi Rivlin to come and the shir would begin. There was a particular Thursday night in which something was going on up north. I don't remember the particulars. In 1991, I, think, I believe that was the year, there was no war that was going on per se, but there was certainly a lot of tension up north, and there was something going on on the border between Israel and Lebanon, and there were several students from the yeshiva. Of course, Kenry Avna is the head of the yeshiva, and were essentially on the battlefield. And everybody in the yeshiva knew this. This was something that was well-known. Word got out that several among the B'nai yeshiva were serving in the army and were potentially in harm's way. Now, as Shana Aleph American students, in all likelihood, we did not know personally the members of the yeshiva that were up there. We probably hadn't met them yet. And so therefore, even though we were all one yeshiva, we were understandably very disconnected from this. And yeah, people were talking about it, but it wasn't really something that was resonating so deeply. And so therefore... When there were, I don't know, 70, 80 students that were sitting in the room waiting for the mashkiach to come, so the mood in the room was, uh, was normal. People were talking to each other, just having a regular time. I don't think that there was song and dancing in the room, but it certainly was not a very somber moment, and uh, there didn't seem to be a sense of real concern and worry for the members of our yeshiva who were out on the front lines. Rabbi Rivlin entered the room, and he saw, I guess, what he perceived to be somewhat of an inappropriate display of emotion. He was probably surprised to see tens of students who knew that there were members of the yeshiva who were out on the battle lines, and yet they didn't seem to be thinking about it. They didn't seem to be preoccupied by it. It was not on their minds. And I'll never forget, Rabbi Rivlin stood up at the podium. He stood there for a few moments, And he said as follows. He said, if you think that what goes on in here has no effect on what goes on up there on the Lebanese border, you are 100% wrong. And with that, his shmooze ended. He would have normally spoken and given a shear for 45 minutes or an hour. On that night, he spoke for 10 seconds. And he left a message that was very impactful and I remember it over 30 years later, if you think what goes on here, as we are gathered here to study Torah and to Davin, if you think what happens here has no impact on what happens on the battleground, you are 
100% wrong. And here we find ourselves once again, many years later, but in a very familiar place. We are facing an enemy where the Jewish people are at war. And over the past week, we have heard multiple efforts that have been organized to try to inspire the entire Jewish people to intensify our prayers, to come together, the study of Torah, in addition to mobilizing all the efforts, the acts of chesed, all of the efforts that are underway to try to assist on so many levels, Achenu Bnei Yisrael, those who are on the front lines and those who are protecting and protecting either by fighting or who have settled in the land of Israel. And I would like to focus, particularly in this forum, the forum in which we talk about davening, to focus on what I think is a most unique opportunity and a very important perspective. You know, since our conversations about prayer began, we have always, for the most part, assumed, taken for granted, that we have an obligation, a biblical obligation to pray. On numerous occasions, I have cited the Gemara in Masachas Brachos, which teaches, based on the Pasuk, that that we have a mitzvah from the Torah to Davin. The truth of the matter is, that position reflects the opinion of the Rambam. The Rambam understood, based on that statement in the Gemara, that there is a mitzvah to daven each and every day. And so therefore, whenever we daven, we are fulfilling a mitzvah sasem in a Torah, biblical mitzvah, However, the Ramban understands that the mitzvah is not to be understood in the most limited sense that it was referring to prayer, but rather the Ramban explains that that is a directive which is supposed to inform us in terms of our avodah Hashem in general that we should serve Hashem with our hearts, that our avodas Hashem should not be one that is purely mechanical. We shouldn't just be going through certain efforts, but it is something that should reflect a heart. There should be a certain amount of emotion that goes into our service of Hashem. Says the Ramban, what do I do with the fact that the Gemara tells us, So the Ramban says that that's what's called an asmachta. That's what's called an asmachta, meaning that the truth of the matter is, it is not a biblical mandate. There is no obligation from the Torah to pray each and every day. And when Chazal say, is a reference to prayer. So this is an illusion. This is a hint, a remez, if you will, in the Torah. But it doesn't mean to say that this is one of the tariag mitzvahs, that one of the mitzvahs of the Torah is to daven each and every day, as the Rambam teaches. However, says the Ramban, that is only true during times of peace. That is only true when there is not a specific ace tzara that is facing the Jewish people. However, says the Ramban, when there is an ace tzara, when there is a particularly distressful situation that is facing the Jewish people, there is a separate directive from the Torah. As the Torah teaches, If there should be a war that you are facing in your land, against an aggressor who attacks you, you shall sound the trumpets, so that you be remembered before Hashem your God. Says the Ramban, Says the Ramban, this is a mitzvah from the Torah. When there is a nesara, when there is a time of great distress and worry and concern within our community, says the Ramban, this is where the Torah directs us very explicitly that we must petition God in prayer. And so therefore, it is true that we generally assume, as the Rambam teaches, that there is a mitzvah to pray each and every day, and even the Ramban would tell us that there is a mitzvah midrabanan, but currently, 
Given the very, very dire circumstances which we face at the moment, there is no question that we have an opportunity to fulfill a mitzvah saseh menatorah to daven and to petition HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When in fact we come together and we pray at such a time, when we daven to HaKadosh Baruch Hu to assist the war efforts, we are not merely contributing sort of indirectly because here we are, what else can we do? I can't pick up a gun, I'm not there on the battlegrounds, and so therefore I might as well do whatever I can, and that is pray. Rather, it is a different tool. The sitter, the words of our prayers, are a different set of tools that we use in times of war. In fact, the Torah tells us that at the time that the Jewish people went to war against Midian, Moshe spoke to the people and he said, Hey, I want you to go ahead and to gather, to conscript men who are going to fight in the battle. And they are going to go ahead and carry out a battle of vengeance against Midian. The Torah says, A thousand from each and every tribe. But it says that expression twice. Elef lamate, elef lamate, lechomatos Yisrael. Who should go to the army? 1,000 from each tribe. But it says, elef lamate, elef lamate, twice. Says Chazal in the Medrash Yalkut Shemoni, Shneim Asar elef chalutzei tzava, 12,000 soldiers, 1,000 from each shevet, are going to go off to battle. Ushneim Asar letfila, and you're going to have a separate 12,000 that are going to be going to battle by praying. Shinemar, as the Pasuk says, Elef Lamate, Elef Lamate. And they will constitute what the Medrash goes on to describe as Zugos, Zugos. We are talking over here about pairs. You know, there is a Pasuk that we recite each and every day. The Pasuk in Perak Chof of Tehillim, Eile Berechev, Vi'ele Basusim, Vanachnu B'Shem Hashem Elokeinu Nazkir. In this Pasuk, David HaMelech reminds us that there are certain people who believe that when it comes to success in battle, military prowess is something which can be described only by Rechev and Susim, which, of course, historically, when we're talking about horsemen, so these would be, you know, the machinery of ancient military. And today we would look at the Air Force. We would look at other forms of artillery and modern forms of military warfare. That's true. That accomplishes something. However, David said, we should remind ourselves that when we are off at battle, we are not only looking at the military warfare in the most limited sense, we recognize that we have a different set of tools at our disposal, the tools of prayer. And so therefore, as the Ramban teaches, at a time of tzara, and particularly, because this is the source of the Ramban, at a time of Mechama, prayer davening is not merely something that we can do because Nebuch, we have nothing else. So what else do I have? I have no choice, but I have to daven. This is the most important tool that we must take full advantage of. And I want to remind you as I started, as the Mashkiach Rabbi Rivlin told each and every one of us a lesson that I remember many, many years later. If you think that what goes on here has nothing to do with what goes on there, you are absolutely wrong. There is a direct correlation. And so therefore, I encourage each and every one of us at this most difficult and challenging time, as we feel desperate and as we feel hopeless and we feel that there is so much lost and we feel that we are so powerless that there is nothing that we can do to recognize and to appreciate that each and every one of us have tools at our disposal. We have our sedurim. We have the capacity to go ahead and to open a Sefer Tehillim. We can daven. We can pray. We can petition the heavens. And by doing so, we are all 
part of the war effort. May we be Zoche in the coming days to see Yeshua's Venachamos. And may each and every one of us see ourselves as being part of this great war effort. To see ourselves enlisted in the great army through the medium, as the Torah describes, of Elif Lamate, Elif Lamate. Zugos, Zugos. We are all fighting this war together. May we be Zoche to see true Nisim in the coming days ahead. Wishing each and every one of you a peaceful day.